This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. The following audio program may contain content not suitable for some humans. Listener discretion is advised. This evening's broadcast of INN is brought to you by Emperor Pigs, Pizza, and Sigs. Need a slice and some smokes? There ain't no better folks. And by these six lines of coke. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Coming up, our time-traveling correspondent, Colleen Carmichael, interviews the Neanderthal who invented anal sex. So I say to McClunkun, what if we try it this way? But first, today's top story. The gates of Rochia's last jailhouse closed permanently today following the death of the planet's last prisoner. I'm Lars Wilson reporting. It's been almost a decade since Rochia passed her planet-wide Death or Slavery Act, and the world has prospered tremendously for it. Under the act, convicted criminals are given the choice of death or a life of unpaid servitude. As a result, the stock market is seeing an all-time high, and even plebeians are living their best life. The last inmate, Spencer Gaunt, was one of 147 prisoners allowed to live out the remainder of their lives as prisoners thanks to a grandfather clause in the act. In order to encourage these prisoners to opt into the new slavery program, many jails began offering a free trial period, while others instituted mandatory deathmatch tournaments. Gaunt, 34, was able to claim religious exemption to both the free trial period and the deathmatch tournament. But finally, after being the only prisoner for eight and a half years, with only one disgruntled guard who refused to make conversation with him, Gaunt decided to give death a try. He was terminated at three o'clock by firing squad. Those who know what I've done did, kill them once. I'd kill him again if he wasn't already dead. All right, men. Ready? Aim! <laughs> the previously mentioned security guard is looking for a new job, but because he does not have a high school degree, most positions he qualifies for have been filled by slaves. So if you're looking to hire an experienced tough guy with a tender side, Jackson Six Scars is currently seeking a babysitting position. Contact us at the station for details. I got the jail people good. I got your kid good. Now to you, Colleen, with that butt sex story. Uh, uh, oh, Chuck, 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 you were so right. A little bit of mud sure does go a long way. Uh. What? What, I'm back on already? Well, okay. Thanks, Colleen. That was quite a touching story. In other news, Emperor Pigs, a pizza and marijuana shop in Urbis, is currently hiring monsters and demons to fill a vacant position in their staff. Humans are also welcome to apply, but are advised to do so at their own peril by the Surgeon General. The ideal candidate has discerning taste buds and a high tolerance for bullshit. For the Interdimensional News Network, I'm Lars Wilson. The Interdimensional News Network is one of an infinite number of trans-universal news sources. INN manifests itself differently in each universe according to the local string theory.
I was completely forthcoming at my interview. I wanted to make sure I'd have a job where I could just be myself. I mean, I knew I had a problem, but if it was all out in the open, I figured, well, you know, if I slipped. Okay, I need you to be completely honest with this next question. Why did you leave your last job? Honestly? <laughs> well, I volunteered for nine months at an assisted living facility, reading to them, cleaning up the dining area, things like that. There was this one elderly resident there, and one night, um, my last night, I ate him. You ate him? I'm sorry, you said to be honest. Okay. Would you elaborate on how you ate this man, then? I just sort of devoured him, I suppose. I didn't really think about it. My stomach growled, my mouth watered, and I reached out with my claws and clamped my jaw around his neck. I usually eat from the neck down and save the face for last. I know most wolves eat the face first, but I love seeing that blank stare during a feeding. I ate most of his body. Not the feet, though. I'm just not a feet girl. Could never really get into them, building up all that sweat and moisture from being enclosed in shoes. And who knows what all they walked on throughout the day. I mean, I ate him. Yep, I was completely forthcoming. I see. I'm sorry. I'm just terrible at interviews. I am a hard worker, though. A hard worker that eats people. I'm getting that under control, though. Really, I'm totally blowing this, aren't I? Can you elaborate on how he tasted? I'll just go. Wait, what? The man you ate. Can you describe the flavor? If you're going to work in my restaurant, I need to know you can aptly describe complex flavors. He was... savory. Lightly salted? Mm, definite hint of iron, but not too overwhelming. Go on. And fear. Sweet, juicy fear. I could smell his adrenaline, his worry. It was pure bliss. I ate the eyes last just to make the fear last longer. Great! When can you start? What could happen when monsters and demons start running the pizza shop? Emperor picks pizza and six. Pizza and cigarettes. The city of Rochia, the bad part of town, if there even is another part of town that is, brimming with all sorts of otherworldly monsters and poverty. Of course, we're no different. We open our doors to everyone, especially the worst sleaze this city has to offer, and serve up all number of greasy delights and smokables. Welcome to Emperor Pigs. Featuring Jessica Rose as Maggie, Sarah McManus as Rove, Persephone Rose as Fernod, Alexander Dottie as Peter, and Carlos Ortega Jr. as Gordon Czar. I don't know how you can stand that woman. I mean, she actually wants to abolish slavery. Oh, yeah, but she's a light freak between the sheets. Makes it all worthwhile. My first day at Emperor Picks Pizza and Six probably could have gone smoother. I was terribly nervous when I arrived. Handing Mr. Gordon my paperwork, I noticed my new co-workers were eyeing me strangely, chatting about something. Probably me. Look at the new meat! <laughs> new meat! New treat! Shut up, Fernod. She's totally a wolf. Can't you tell? 
She's mine. There's no such rule. Fernod can take the dog if he wants. He wouldn't. Hey, Fernod, Rove. How's it going? Hey, girl. Wow, that was fast. You might be the best driver we've had around here yet. There's another delivery waiting to go out in the back if you're up for it. All right, great. You. Oh, you I swear, Fernand, I will end you. What? Damn it, Fernand. Why would you do that? Hey, what's going on here? Hey, boss. Fernie's gone and lost as another driver. Now, Fernand, we've talked about this. You'd better go back there and apologize to Peter. What just happened? Listen up, guys. I'd like you all to meet the newest addition to our family. This is Maggie. Maggie. Behave yourself, you Bloody imp! <laughs> Pleased to meet you, Maggie. I'm Rove, and my apparently thirsty colleague here is Fernod. I am not an imp! I am one quarter devil, or do I have to prove it to you once more? Fernod, go tell Peter you're sorry, and help him get that turban back on. Rove, you better supervise him. Maggie and I will be back there in a moment, okay? Sure, boss. Excuse me, I'd like to place an order. Yes, of course, sorry. How can we help you? You guys have a uh, bread here? Well, we specialize in pizza, wings, calzones. We do have bread sticks, that sort of thing. Uh, we also have our own line of cigars, vapes, tobacco, and marijuana products. Yeah, yeah. But do you have bread? We don't typically sell bread by itself. King Pizza does. Will you serve me bread or not? I suppose we could cook up a pizza dough for you. Does that sound reasonable? Well, is it bread? I specifically told you I want bread. And what are you looking at, girl? I'm sorry, nothing. I'm not looking anywhere. Alright, I'll heat up a d bread for you. Finally. Was that so hot? Now, can I have the cheese on the bread? Hmm? And tomato sauce in those pepperonis you put on pizzas? Do you want a pepperoni pizza? Oh, for fuck's sake! I don't want your damn pepperoni pizza! I just want a baked bread with tomato sauce, cheese, pepperoni, and whatever the other spices are that you put on the pizzas. Forgive me, but isn't that what you're describing, technically? A pepperoni pizza? Well, of course it is! But Fana told me if I order it like this, I don't have to pay as much. This way, I just pay for the bread. Look, I'm sorry, but I really am going to have to charge you for a pepperoni pizza. This is bullshit! I come here every day, and I am charged for a bread, not a pizza. Let me talk to your manager. I am the manager. No! I am not an idiot. Let me talk to Fernod. Fernod is not the manager. That's it! I'm leaving! I will be in touch with Fernod, and you will all be fired. Well, Maggie, would you like to meet the rest of our... Hold that thought. Hello, welcome to Emperor Pigs. May I take your order? Hello. How are you all doing this fine day? Well, well, we're doing well. We're training a new employee today. This is Maggie. Oh, Maggie. What a beautiful name. I once knew a buffalo named Maggie. That's nice. What can we get for you? Well, I was walking by, and the aroma of your little shop caught my nose. Like a worm with a baby fishy. I just had to stop in. What would you recommend, Maggie? Well, anything with meat on it, really. Oh, that sounds positively delightful. 
I'll take an anything with meat on it. You mean she has Why would you do that? So, help me get it back on. Uh, what's going on back there? Uh, we're getting a new air filter installed. Oh, I see. Perhaps I should come back another time. Nonsense. We'll have you anything with meat out in just a moment. You kids are always so sweet here. Thank you, Gordon. It's really not a problem. Hey, Maggie, would you ring that bell and call out the order to Pete back there? Uh, one anything with meat? Yeah! Just wait a goddamn minute, okay? You know, it's really okay. I'll, I'll come back later. Hey, what's going on today, Gordo? You guys slugging? We're training a new... Uh, Maggie, could you get that? Hey, Gordo! I want my uh, usual. Pace, okay. Six-piece wings and yes. an extra tomato calzone with two boxes of signature sauce I'm cooked sorry, in. Oh, goodness gracious, okay. Lord help me. That's why I okay, said my usual. Okay. Sure. That'll be 14 husks. What? Now, you there. wait just a darn two minutes. You are definitely overcharging me. It's never been that expensive. Oh, I'm sorry, Gary. Let's see where I made the mistake. Okay. Six piece wings, four husks. Calzone, six husks, plus extra tomatoes. Hey, G Man, you got any new bud flavors? Uh, excuse me, girl. Wait your turn. What's your beef, man? I will tell you my beef. My beef is insolent, privileged, youth like you. Cutting the line and behaving like... Guys, guys, relax. Lily, I'll be right with you. I promise. Now, Gary, let's be reasonable. Oh, you! I want six pizzas topped with your freshest sacrificed goat. Chop, chop. Uh, can I call you back? God damn it, Lord Holden. <sighs> How many times have I told you not to cut the line? Oh, I'm sorry. Your phone line was backed up. I looked down at my hands. The fur was growing. Everything was just so overwhelming. I tried to stop, tried to reel it all back in, but I couldn't. Between the screaming in the back and customers being so mean to Mr. Gordon, I just lost it. I became the wolf. Leapt over the counter. I sliced the throat of the demon that just appeared. Lord Hogar, I think it was. He fell to the ground. But I didn't stop there. I tore into the guy arguing about prices. I devoured every customer who even so much as looked at me. I was the beast, and it felt great. And then I heard the silence, and knew I'd probably just lost the gig. I turned back to the counter, nostrils flaring and spleen caught in my tooth, dangling. Mr. Gordon was staring at me, and Fernod, Rove, and the golden-skinned fellow wearing a turban had come out from the back to watch. Fernod began to clap slowly. She's totally blind! Lord Holgar pushed himself off the ground. Of all the terrible customer service atrocities I have received at this little shithole of a pizza shop, this is the worst! He turned to face me, spreading a pair of horrifying dark purple wings. His eyes were in slits. Oh, I will be filing a complaint with the health department. But for you, little bitch pup, I will have to plan something much more... delightful. (laughs) Oh!
In much the same way he appeared, Lord Holgar vanished into some dark energy portal. My human form was returning, and I bowed my head submissively, awaiting the scolding. Maggie? Are you all right? I'm sorry, Mr. Gordon. That was great! <laughs> you sure showed that freak! <laughs> Shut up, Fernal! Maggie, it, it's all right. You're not in trouble. Believe it or not, we've dealt with worse situations around here. We've all got something we're dealing with here, and sometimes things get rough. We just have to push through and try our best. Fernod is one quarter devil. I've been fruitlessly trying to get him to stop making deals with customers. I have obsessive commercial disorder. Peter here is a gorgon. And under that wibbly-wobbly turban is a head of terrifying snakes that turn anyone who sees them into stone. How do you do, miss? And Rove here is a wolf. Just like you. It's going to be okay, Mags. I'll help you get through this. Listen, Gordon's going to have to close up shop for a week or so until this all blows over. We usually head out to the Mullet Man for drinks after work, and it looks like we'll be going a little early today. Why don't you come along and we can get to know you better? First round's on me. Eh, you guys go ahead. I'll probably be tied up with the Chief Inspector for a while anyhow. I think I'll sit this one out. Maggie, don't feel broken up about this, okay? It was an accident. Things happen. Um, excuse me, are you guys hiring? I was surprised by how calmly my new co-workers seemed to be taking things. Relieved, really. Seeing them get along so casually at the bar, I felt like I might finally be able to fit in somewhere. Like I finally had a home. As I picked myself up off the ground, my turban slipped, and she saw my snakes. I guess it was all for the best, though. When the school was finally able to arrange a substitute, there wasn't enough time left in the year for him to administer the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Now tell the one about the Easter Island Giants. <laughs> Actually, I was hoping we could get to know Maggie a bit. All right, a picture of our finest ale. Anything else I can get you guys this afternoon? We're all good for now. Great, just holler at me if you need anything. So Maggie, how'd you get to be a wolf? I told them my story, all of it, about how I had been a simple farmhand from the West, and the handsome man who had whisked me away, his name was Geraldo. <sighs> oh, Geraldo, he was a dream. He asked me to marry him on that extremely rare night, when all six moons are visible. I was ready to say yes, of course, but he held his finger to my lips and told me to wait. He got up and ran to his car to get something. He was only gone for a moment, but that was all the time it took for the pack of wolves to snatch me away. He didn't leave a trace. He must have thought I ran. After I turned, I just... I didn't have the courage to face him. I was afraid I might... eat him. That was a year ago, mind you. I, I'm sure he's forgotten all about me. So how do you deal, Rove? I mean, with the urges. Uh... Deep meditation. Special chanting. Eating a lot of hamburgers, I'll tell you that. I mean, a lot of hamburgers. I'll show you sometime. I've got a year or so supplies of frozen patties down in my den. Whoa, look at the time. It's getting late. We'd better get going if we're going to clean up before bedtime. Say, Maggie. Do you think you could help us out? Sure, what's up? <laughs> we got a spot of uh, <laughs> detail cleaning to do at the store. Hardly. We just need to move... Uh, uh, Carl. 
Out of the back room. I've got a storage unit on the outskirts of town. We'll just prop him up there with the others until we can find a buyer. Others? Buyer? Bernard has a habit. See, Gordon's always trying to hire humans. He wants to be seen as an equal opportunities employer. But Fernod here keeps finding ways to make them disappear. His latest kick has been tricking them into seeing Pete's snakes. As annoying as it is, it does help keep the lights on at the store. I'm able to sell them online as statues for a pretty decent sum. Gordon doesn't realize it, since I do the bookkeeping. But if it weren't for the supplemental income, well... I understand. All right, I'm in. When we got back to the store, we found it empty, and oddly, with the door unlocked. Gordon must be under a lot of stress. Yep. Well, let's just get this done with so we can all get some rest. We made our way into the back room, and there was stone statue Carl. Curious expression, and hand outstretched, permanently reaching for that new delivery. It was odd watching them work. As angry as Peter had sounded with Fernod earlier, they seemed to have a system down for this sort of thing. We lifted the statue onto the bed of Peter's truck. Rove rode up front, and Fernod and I climbed into the bed to hold Carl steady. So, uh, Mags, what are you doing tonight after all this excitement? Watch it back there, leprechaun. Honestly, I think I'm going to call it a night after this. I'm kind of exhausted. Oh, come on, honey. I know a great club. Knock it off, Fernod. She said no. Call me later. We rode on in silence for a bit after that, with Fernod's glowing yellow eyes continuously examining me closely. He certainly was a bit strange. We arrived at the storage facility and unloaded Carl into the unit. There were six or so statues already inside. All of these, you... Accidents. Honestly. Not accidents. The few humans Gordon hired. You know, Fernard, you should really slow down with this. He might snap at any moment and fire you. Old Gordon? Hardly a chance. He needs me and he knows it. I'm the whole reason we even have customers. I've got two bidders currently for the lot. The winner will probably be pleased to receive the bonus. I wonder who they were. Do they have families? Isn't anyone looking for them? Nah, mostly nobody's who couldn't get a job anywhere else. Minimal wage is fine in the norm for us beast types, but with humans, it's the lowest of the low on their social order chain. So the sort of human Gordon hires, well, no one bats an eye when they go missing. Oh, this'll be good. Gotta get this. Hello? A deal, huh? Not with me? What? Oh. Yes, of course. Yeah, whatever. It's for you, new meat. Hello, Beach Pop? What do you want? I have a proposition for you. You see, I have your manager, Gordon. Oh my gods. Well, he's not exactly what I ordered. I'd much rather consume something a little bit wolfier, if you catch my drift. So, I'd like to make a little trade. Him for you. I felt my hands shaking. I was in total shock. 
This was all entirely my fault. If it weren't for my anger issues, Mr. Gordon would be okay and the store would be open. After he was so kind to offer me a job, I started to cry. <laughs> oh, come now, bitch. Don't make this harder than it has to be. You for Gordon. <laughs> the story opens and it's happily ever after. la di da ha 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 Except, of course, for you. Look, I'm not an unreasonable demon. I'll give you some time to think it over. Say, 24 hours? I'll do it. Well, shit. Okay, then. That was much easier than I expected. Let's meet at a neutral place. Say, Chinatown. On Friday. At around noon. I hear Master Chang's makes a smart egg drop soup. <laughs> See you then, bitch pop. It felt like nothing mattered anymore. Even if we were able to rescue Mr. Gordon without making the trade, well... I doubt he let me keep the job anyway. My world was over, and there was no point fighting it anymore. I wiped my eyes as best I could, took a deep breath, returned Fernod's phone to him, and left. This has been Postal Roach's presentation of Emperor Pigs, Episode 1, First Day. Written by Persephone Rose. Featured on the cast were Jessica Rose as Maggie, Carlos Ortega Jr. as Gordon, Sarah McManus as Rove, Alexander Dottie as Peter, Persephone Rose as Fernod, Zachary Kim as the Angry Customer, Grant Patrizio as Lord Holgar, Jenna Birmingham as the Polite Customer, Jay Evans as Gary, Mike Trentacosta as Jack, Kayla Ott as the Mullet Man Waitress, Dirk Alley as Carl, Nuclear Paste as Devon, Brooke Goodman as Lily, and Tara as Akiko. Original music arranged and performed by Megan Rose Scott. Emperor Pig's theme song by Jordan Oren. Our sound engineer was Persephone Rose. Emperor Pig's is a creation of Persephone Rose. The executive producer for Postal Roach is Persephone Rose. I'm Persephone Rose. Production copyrights 2019 by Postal Roach. Visit us on the web at postalroach.com. The traffic! The boss! A baby! A baboon! That does it! AD, take me away! Lose your cares in the luxury of a warm audio drama. AD softens the calluses on your soul, leaving you feeling silky smooth as it lifts your spirits. The soft, luxurious, and fragrantly sonic world of audio drama. It's like no other aural experience. Audio drama. I love it. Pamper your soul with an audio drama. Nurture yourself in narrative. AD. Now with dynamic panning crystals. Available on the Mutual Audio Network.
or wherever oral narratives are sold. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.